It is Monday, November 21st, 2022. This is another edition of Baseball Today. That is my man, Trevor Plouffe. I am Chris Rose and producer Dan along for the ride as well. Hello, my friend. It's good to see you. It's so good to see you. Uh, we definitely missed you. Hope you're feeling better. We talked a little bit before the show. Uh, you got a robe on right now? Is that, is that no, what this is? No, look, it's a John Boy Media sweatshirt. It's like a robe, so soft. Oh, it is soft. It is soft. I know. You look good, though, man. Getting there. Getting there. You know, six days out from surgery. Still got some aches and pains, but I appreciate everybody's support. Thank you very much for your well wishes. And, um, yeah, hopefully getting closer to 100% than not. But I like your Twin Cities jersey. How many did they send you? They sent me this one, and then we, um, Dustin Morse, good friend of the show, he mm-hmm. had a poll on his Twitter last night. So everyone's kind of talking about what jerseys they like the best. Mm-hmm. They have some really good looks there. The pinstripes uh, on the road, I think, are popping. And I also like the home whites, but uh, this Twin City one's super clean. I look good, man. You got it. You, you do. You do. I do. I, I like the Marlins hat that they, the best that they're wearing now. People are split on the M hat. I, I, well, <laughs> I said I have to see it in person. All right. Speaking of M, that would be our first category is in the New York Mets because Ken Rosenthal from the Athletics said the Mets had a Zoom meeting with free agent Cy Young Award winner Justin Verlander. Does JV to Gotham City, at least in Queens, make the most sense? It makes some sense. I don't know if it makes the most sense. I still believe he probably ends up back in Houston, but. And I think DeGrom probably ends up back in New York. But if that doesn't work out, if if DeGrom decides to go somewhere else, there's been talk about like the Rangers, stuff like that, then yeah, JV makes total sense. I mean, obviously the year he had unanimous uh, Cy Young winner, anyone would be coveting this guy, especially a team like the Mets who are looking to add pitching and like maybe a couple pitchers. So it makes sense. I love like the Zoom meetings now going on. We need to get back in person, shaking hands and stuff like that, C. Rosie. Yeah, I would agree with your statement that it makes sense, but not the best sense. I think the best place is the hat I'm donning today. That would be the L.A. Dodgers. Uh, I think Houston's actually third behind the Dodgers and um, behind the New York Mets because they they do have guys that are controllable in Urquidy and Brown. Um, they're not Justin Verlander, but they have to spend some money elsewhere, whether that's at first base uh, I don't think that Tucker has been extended yet, right? They extended Alvarez a year ago for nine figures. They obviously have Altuve and Bregman in, in the fold, but there's some other guys that they're going to have to end up paying at some point. Um, and I don't, I don't know if Verlander's, I think he wants to end up in New York or LA. Like, can we start with that? Do you agree with it? I don't know. You always talk to me about his like his desire to be, in the media post baseball. Yes. So like, you know, being in LA makes sense for that. A lot of guys do that towards the end of their career, a la LeBron James. Um, but you know, this is what I think when, when an owner of a team comes out directly after winning a world series and says, my first phone call is going to be with Justin Verlander in the morning. Like that means something to me. It mm-hmm. should. Right. So they want him back. And if he wants to go and, and win another world series, I mean, there's probably not a better place to be right now than Houston. Yes, yes. Uh, but we can agree that Justin Verlander, I don't think another World Series ups his ante anymore in terms of legacy. I And I think legacy is really important to him. I think another Cy Young would. Uh, and in terms of teams that need him the most, between those three, New York, LA, and Houston, where does Houston rank? 
It doesn't matter, man. Sometimes you get comfortable in a place and you want to be back there. And once you win a World Series, once you are winning these World Series, that's all you want to do. Ask anyone that's played in these type of games. Like, that's all I want. I can't go anywhere where that's not promised. But don't you think that the Mets and Dodgers are in the same breath as Houston when it comes to desire to reach the World Series and everything about their organization? I I do. But honestly... In the playoffs, they're just they just not they're not the Astros. Right. They're, they're not, not the Astros, but there's no guarantee that the Astros will be the Astros next year. I mean, I suppose it sure you could seems say we, like it, doesn't it? It, it does feel that way it that sure we can pencil them like in it. for the ALCS every year at the very least. Yes. So we'll see if I had to rank the teams in terms of who needs him the most. I, I agree with Dodgers. you on your rankings. Yes. I do. Dodgers, Mets. Astros. The but Dodgers very, make very a ton of sense, Chris. They make a ton of sense. There's totally. no doubt about that. Yep. All right, uh, let's move on. John Heyman reporting the Twins are, quote, very motivated to keep Carlos Correa, who, of course, opted out after year one of signing a three-year deal with Minnesota. Do you believe that the Twins are, quote, very motivated? You know, I love these jerseys. They look so nice. Ah. I love their Uh Yeah, they're motivated to add him. I just don't – I don't know if they have the means to. I think, I think he's going to demand a massive deal. There's no pick attached to him. Like, I think we're talking like 300 millions deal. And I don't know if Minnesota is willing to do that. Now, can they get creative and like do some other stuff like they did this last year? You know, maybe really front load something and give him a ton of opt outs, um, possibly, but I don't know if he wants that. So the desire is there. I know that from talking to people within the organization, they really liked what Carlos brought. So they want him back. I just don't know if they truly have the means or will, at least they do have the means, but are they willing to do what it's going to take to get this guy? Cause it's going to be a ransom. Right. It's, it's a big step up to go from a hundred plus million, which is what they signed him to for three mm-hmm. years with a one year opt out, as opposed to an eight year, $320 million contract or whatever it may take to bring, Carlos Correa into the fold. I mean, they've never gotten close to that from where they've handed out the biggest contract, which was to Joe Maurer for 180 million or whatever that was. Um, The other reason I don't necessarily believe it is because of who's reporting it. John Heyman, nice guy. I've worked with John for a long time. He is the mouthpiece for Scott Boris. So every time you read something about a Boris client, you have to know that it's planted with reason to drive a price up, to garner more interest, even if a team isn't interested. The reason I'll let this one slide a little bit is because Dan Hayes of the athletic that the sides, meaning Minnesota and Carlos Correa talked big parameters for a contract. So I'm sure there's been some discussions, but I can't believe that they're a favorite or even a top three or four team for him. Like I said, the desire is there. It's just the willingness to do what it takes to get this guy. Like yeah. they're, I mean, hey, surprise me, please. Cause I would love to see Carlos Correa, you know, suit up in these new unis and kind of like lead that team. Uh, and, and I think they need someone like him to get past the Yankees, even though it didn't happen this year. I think yeah. he can maybe create that culture. Yeah, it's also my desire to uh, be a lead actor in a movie. That's mean, bro. Come on. But I'm not doing it. Hey, the Yankees like are not set up so great, just so you know. Yeah, it just – I always – Listen, these are fun. Um, it's fun internet fodder to talk about. It gives us product for the show to talk about, you know, mm-hmm. something else. 
So that part's great for us. I just don't know if it's feasible. It doesn't feel feasible. Yeah. I mean, that's that's where I'm at as well. Yeah. And that's the way I think we both look at it. It's that simple. Uh, today's edition of Baseball Today is presented to you by our friends over at Vincero. So if you're looking to have major league style, but you're on a minor league budget or contract, Good news because Vincero Collective, they have uh, sponsored this episode to make sure all the listeners are out there saving big time as they accessorize for the upcoming winter season. In fact, my Vincero watch is awesome, right? You you can dress down with it. You could almost wear what I'm wearing, like a sweatshirt and sweatpants with it. And you can dress up for that holiday party that you're going to take that someone special to. So I want you to actually save 20% off and get free shipping site-wide with the exclusive code today at VinceroCollective.com. So once again, it works with whatever you're wearing out there. And in addition to watches, Vincero just launched their commuter bag as well. It's the ultimate travel bag specifically designed for somebody who likes to look good while traveling. And if you don't think, oh, I don't need that, I can just stuff things in my pocket, nah, nah, nah. Go get yourself a travel bag. My my father, the late Norton Rose in the 80s, was ahead of the curve when it came to this sort of stuff. He had a little travel bag with him wherever he went. And if he was still around, I would go to Vincero.com. I would type in the code word today. I would save my 20% and I would send him a brand new travel bag because he would feel good. He would look good. He would look stylish and it would be purposeful on top of everything else. So go get 20% off. Free shipping site-wide. Code word is today at VinceroCollective.com. Accessorize your life at a winner's price, only with Vincero. And we continue on here on Baseball Today. For the right price, Cody Bellinger can be had. He was probably the biggest name that was non-tendered on Friday's uh, non-tender deadline. Ploof, after a few rocky seasons in Los Angeles uh, at the dish, do you think he ends up with another playoff contender? back in L.A. or with a team that's going to take a big swing at a guy who's a former league MVP? I think it could be any one of those teams, and there already has been some reports that there's been several teams interested in Cody Bellinger because he brings a lot of things that teams still really covet. I mean, the guy can play a hell of a center field, okay? Like, he people like forget how good of an athlete this dude is like he can really go get it in center field he can run the bases now the bat has been in question obviously the last couple of years I think you can point to all you know the shoulder injuries that he's had so if you are a team that you know thinks you can get him healthy there and, and regain some of that form I mean he's 27 years old Chris he's a former MVP like there's still a lot in there and like I like I would love to get my hands on Cody Bellinger for an offseason like I would love that I think there's so much there. I want to get him and Yelly together and let's just have a hit factory. Ah. Um, but dude, I think there's gonna be plenty of suitors for this guy. I really do. And, and guess what? I think he's gonna get a multi-year deal. Do you? That? I, I do. See, I read that I read he does not want a multi-year deal. Would he take two for 30? Absolutely. Would he take two for 21? Probably not, I'm gonna guess. I think he would he, be satisfied with what? He's gonna have a player option then. If he if he's come out and said that he doesn't want uh, a long term deal, I bet you I bet you he might get something a la uh, Carlos Correa last year. Not that type of money, but maybe you know a couple player opt outs, something like that. Yeah, he's, I don't know. He's gonna be coveted. He's 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 going to have leverage, is what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to decide how much leverage he's gonna have. I mean, he's 
He had it only takes two teams to tango, bro. And like right. he's gonna have five, You're six right. teams looking to fill. I mean, look, think about the center field market too. Yes, it's, it's not there. Nope, it's not. It's it's you know, it's Aaron Judge if you want to play him in center. It's Brandon Nimmo, and those two are in different tax categories, tax yes. brackets. Judges on his own, then it's Nimmo, and then it's the rest of the crew. Whether it's Kevin Kiermeyer, uh, you know, Cody Bellinger. Yes, this is it. I think, you know, you keep hearing Toronto because of their lack of left-handed hitting, but if you put him in there, does that really satisfy it? You're taking a flyer. No, you're taking a flyer on a guy who you know can track it down in center field and you can move Springer to a corner position and feel good about that. But like, if you're, you're signing him knowing that you can't rely on his bat at this point, correct? You're optimistic about it, but I don't think you factor it too much into the equation. But look, don't center fielders get signed all the time because they can go get it and run the bases. You know, like that's that's a position that you need someone that's a premium defender at. So there's, like I said, there's going to be no shortage of people looking for this guy. And I think that's where the leverage comes from, just the multiple teams aspect. All I can think about is if he had signed an extension yes. after the 2019 season, what do you think it would have gone for? 200, right? I have no idea. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. Probably because he still would have been 20, 21, 22, 23. He still would have been four years from free agency. So it would have been high ones to probably topped out at. And now he's he's going to get one for 12, two for 23. Listen, it's great money. I understand all that. But man, where it could have been and where it is now pretty unreal yeah he's made 45 million dollars already so that's a nice uh mm-hmm. you know starting point for you for cody bellinger so yeah you can take a risk and say yeah let me just take the one-year deal set myself back up for free agency next year but part of him has to think like i'm going to want some more guaranteed money as well just in case okay let me just ask you this one quickly do you think the dodgers and they haven't moved on from cody bellinger they just didn't want to you know, offer him a contract, which would have ended up being right around 18 million through arbitration this year. Um, Do you think this makes them more likely to go get Aaron judge or has zero factor in it? Uh, I don't think it has a factor in it. If you wanted Aaron judge, you're not going to leave Cody there or like worry about him blocking him. Right. So yeah, I would agree with that too. Uh, After Cody Bellinger, Who's the most intriguing non-tender guy? I'm going to stay with LA and a guy they non-tendered. My guy, Edwin Rios. Oh my God. I was all over him too. Yes. Look, I, I watched probably more Dodger games than any other team, just because it's kind of works with my schedule. Obviously I'm from Los Angeles. Uh, It just ends up being on my TV. And I've heard the Dodgers fodder about Edwin Rios. And, you know, there's, there's a lot, you know, he, he had great minor league numbers and he's shown flashes of like really big power at the major league level. He just never got like an opportunity, Chris, mm-hmm. Like he's, tw- what is he? 28 years old. He has not gotten consistent playing time in the big leagues, but I think he's a guy that if given the chance could really flourish. Yep. And this guy's like, a, when I watch him hit, like, the on-base percentage hasn't been there, but this guy hits some monster shots. And I think given more plate appearances, like I'm saying, I think the on-base percentage could come up and like he would become more of a well-rounded hitter. He just needs an opportunity. So he's a 
He's like a corner infield type of guy. Uh, I think for this, for him as well, there's going to be multiple suitors. Cause I think people realize that this is kind of like a diamond in the rough situation. Mm-hmm. Go get you some Edwin Rios. I hey, was a hundred percent on that one. Go get him. I was a hundred percent on him. He's had 260 career major league at bats. He's got 20 homers. It's a hell of a ratio, man. I mean, you get that out to 500 at bats for a season and you got a guy that could hit 30 plus. I never understood it with as much as they move guys around and like to rest veterans, why he never got more of a shake at some point, but I'm with you on that. Uh, the two other names, one kind of scares me in, in Alex Reyes, um, mm-hmm. a guy who we thought had really finally made it, you know, he's got a firecracker uh, on his right shoulder, but unfortunately that thing blew up last year. And, uh, you know, he had to have shoulder surgery, so he missed all of 2022. So he's coming back from yet another injury. But there's been times where we've seen him and we were like, holy shit. Yeah, he's the dude. Um, and then the other one is Dom Smith of the New York Mets. Yeah. Who a couple of years ago had a really, really good season. Former high first round pick. Really good glove at first base and thought maybe this was going to be his chance. And it just never. It never came to fruition up there in New York. But once again, a guy who's a left-handed stick who I think could still hit, and, and I think maybe getting out of New York would be best for him. Yeah, the all these guys that are kind of at the top of like these lists of the non-tenders, they'll they'll get major league contracts somewhere. Teams mm-hmm. dream upon what they can be. Um, a hitting coach says, "Go get that guy. I know I could do something with him." Like there's talks within organizations about what can we unlock in these players, and you know, it's it, a lot of it's wishful thinking, but it's it's part of the process so these guys you know i've i've been where they're at you get non-tender you feel like man is my career over but there's plenty of people looking for your you know services it's just your organization had to move on yep all right last thing before we get out of here on the podcast and the youtube side a couple of new york yankees maybe one former new york yankee having a whole lot of fun as aaron judge and jimmy fallon joined forces for a hilarious skit where Judge dressed as an umpire and Fallon dressed as a catcher, pseudo catcher, whatever the hell that was. And people stood in front of them taking pictures and they didn't know it was the two of them and they removed their masks and hilarity ensues. Dan, I think we have a, a little clip of that. Let's uh, let's see what we got here. Ball four. Strike! Take your break. Strike! You know, uh, Aaron Judge? Yeah, like my body's shaking right now. That's, that's clearly a ball. Balls are straight. If Aaron Judge says that it's a ball, then... Cute little skit. So what was better, that or Platinum Gold Glove Award winner, Jose Trevino, showing up at his son's career day dressed in full Yankee gear with catcher's gear on top of everything else? I mean, this is the easiest question you've ever given me. Jose Trevino going to his son's classroom, decked out in the full catcher's gear, is absolutely incredible. I was thinking about I've done this. I've done like the mystery reader type thing. And the way the kids look at you, it's just like that you're just like not like a real thing to them, you know? And then <laughs> I told them I was a YouTuber, Chris, and they loved it. So that was big for me. But for them to see the best defensive catcher in baseball in all of his gear. This is something they'll never forget, dude. Like he's got the eye black on and everything. Yeah. And Trevino's such a good dude. This like makes total sense that it's him to do this. Awesome, man. 
Yeah, it was great. It was great. I did like the skit. I thought it was cute. I thought Judge played it off well. You know, the one reaction from the lady out there with Judge was hilarious and very funny, all sorts of stuff. Um, but Trevino taking this to another level, because I did this too when Josh, who just turned 22, was in kindergarten or first grade, but it wasn't career day. We had to come dressed up as the book characters. So I had to wear like <laughs> some sort of really heavy, thick, I forget if it was a pirate's outfit or whatever it was. And I am a massive sweater. You know, I overheat easily. We know. know. Yeah. So I got in the classroom and I started pouring sweat. Mm. And the first grade teacher was like, Mr. Rose here, have some tissues. I was like, tissues aren't going to stop this lady. I need a freaking like bathrobe to wipe my, the sweat that is all over me. And Michelle's like, why are you sweating so much? I was like, cause you married a fatty. Sorry. There you go. No comment. No comment. All right. So uh, what do you have coming up on uh, whatever, whatever we're on, on John? I don't know, man. It is the off season. This is our slow time. I know we're going to be a recording talking baseball tomorrow for release on Wednesday. I think we're sticking with a once a week approach for that, at least until December. Um, And then we're going to do baseball today again on Wednesday. Okay, cool. You? Yeah, that's what we're doing. Uh, I got the big dumper, Cal Raleigh, coming up on uh, Rose Rotation this week. We are back at it. I had to take last week again. off. The big dumper. That's good. The big dumper. I have to, I mean, we're going to spend so much time on that nickname. Shouldn't, don't you think he should have stamped on his ass when he's catching up there in Seattle, the big dumper? You think he has a trademarked? That's a good trademark. That's a good thing. We got to ask him. Yeah. I hear he's funny. I hear he's a good dude. I'm looking forward to that. So we're going to record that tomorrow. I think we're going to try and put it out Wednesday. So if you're traveling and stuff, you'll be able to listen. You'll be listening. It's that simple. Awesome. Uh, And that's it. Uh, Special shout out to our one-of-a-kind producer, Dan Rourke. Great job, That is Trevor Plouffe. (laughs) I am Chris Rose. We will see you Wednesday on another edition of Baseball Today.